I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Today, I'm going to take a look at the Zone Music Reporter Awards, which took place this past weekend in New Orleans. The Zone Music Reporter Awards, or ZMRs, bring a gel-filtered focus on music that often isn't included in the usual lists. Artists like many that you hear on Echoes. The Grammys pretty much ignore these recordings, although some have slipped into the New Age electronic and contemporary instrumental uh, categories. You'll definitely never see these musicians on the People's Choice Awards, MTV Awards, and many of them aren't hip enough for rankings like the old Paz and Jock poll of The Village Voice. These are musicians in electronic, ambient, world music, neoclassical, solo piano, and meditation worlds. Many of them are independent artists releasing their own music. Some, like White Sun, Sangeeta Kaur, and Deva Pramal, come from spiritual backgrounds more than musical ones. But the ZMR Awards, voted on by DJs who report to The Zone Music Reporter, a New Age trade website, puts these artists at center stage. This year's awards were given out this past weekend on May 18th at the annual Zone Music Awards show in New Orleans. As usual, there are surprises, disappointments, and for me, who cares winners? The Best Contemporary Instrumental Award went to a longtime Echo's favorite flugelhorn and trumpet player, Jeff Oster, who was a solo artist long before he became the O in the band Flow. His album called Reach was up against one of the strongest slates, including Eric Scott's beautiful and trippy album, A Trick of the Wind, Al Jure and Andy Mitron's ambitious and layered world fusion recording, Perihelion, The Turning Point, and Jill Haley's restrained neoclassical affair, The Waters of Glacier. Except when engaged in smooth jazz stylings, Oster and his horns plumbed dark, electric Miles Davis terrain on his album. Jeff Oster, from his album Reach, which won the Best Contemporary Instrumental Album Award at the ZMRs. Reach also picked up Album of the Year honors, beating out a surprisingly much weaker field except for Eric Scott's A Trick of the Wind. Best Instrumental Acoustic category, pickings were also a little thinner. This category lends itself to quiet and polite music, and that's pretty much the way the voters went, nominating the laid-back guitar of Don Latarski's River, Michael Colwitz's Serenity 2, more peaceful music for Chapman Stick, and that title really says it all, and Michelle Qureshi's solo guitar album, Short Stories. Only Jamie Bonk's rhythm enlivened, driving acoustic guitar album who said it was easy deviated from the formula the win went to ryan judd's album of guitar and cello duets and open sky it's pleasant and well-mannered like afternoon tea
Ryan Judd from his album An Open Sky, winner of the Best Instrumental Acoustic Award at the ZMR. The Best Electronic Album was a category stacked with solid records. Among them was Stephanie Sante's Deep Space Return to Electronics, Clear Light, Atopus's rhythmically challenging Totem Totem, Sensitive Chaos's Off and Driving and World Music Influence release, Walking a Beautiful World, and titles like Badass Nairobi Land Rover on that album definitely a sum it up. There was also Australian artist Jim Odway's more conventionally New Age album, Yesterday Passing. But the album that deserved the prize got it Colors of the Ambient Sky by veteran multi-instrumentalist David Arkenstone. It was an Echo CD of the Month last October. It's one of the most overtly contemporary albums here, infused with modern looped rhythms. In my review, I wrote that Arkenstone sculpts moody, liquid electronic worlds that have a hint of the tribal dance floor. David Arkenstone from his album Colors of the Ambient Sky, winner of the Best Electronica album category at the ZMRs. The world music category is something of a misnomer at the ZMRs. These are not traditional world music recordings. Instead, it's usually new age music infused with global elements. There are some great albums here, including Jeff Johnson and Brian Dunning's Celtic Odyssey, Arlandia, and Byron Metcalf's enveloping percussive journey, Inner Rhythm Meditations, Volume 2, a title that does not say it all, as Metcalf sculpts exotic, trance-fueled worlds with flutes from Peter Fippen and ambient guitar by Eric Volo. Terra Guitarra drew down the Flamenco Fury on their previous releases for Spirit Wheel, an album of seductive Spanish moons. The winner was the most unlikely choice. Valerie Romanoff is primarily a guitarist who runs the Starlight Orchestra, performing, and I quote, live music for upscale events. That is not usually a recipe for an album of world fusion eastern journeys, but that's what she delivered on Healing Music Volume 2, a title that really undersells how beautiful this music is. There are several lushly arranged meditative pieces, and she also heads out into Shakti territory, creating exotic voyages that mix eastern instruments and modes with Romanov's guitar. Winner of the Best World Music Album, Valerie Romanoff, from her album, Healing Music, Volume 2. The ZMRs have some of their own distinctive categories, and the hybrid, chill, groove category is among them. This is another good slate that included the label debut of Elyon's melodic electronics on Dreams Beyond Terra, as well as what the years have left behind, an electronic album from an artist who is way more energetic than his name, 
Reaching Calm, the vehicle of Scott M. Long. James Asher and Arthur Hull's Drum Distillery is an album that should have been in the world category, I think. And the latest from longtime space music pilot David Wright, Stranger Days, was also in there. The win went to the most dynamic and explosive album nominated in any category, Origa to Orion by Majestica. Majestica is a duo of flutist Sherry Finzer and multi-instrumentalist Cass Anawati. It's a space music album driven by new wave and electronic rhythms and lovely flute, riding dynamic keyboard and guitar arrangements. Maybe the most dynamic of any nominated album. Music by Majestica from Origa to Orion, winner of the Best Chill Groove Album at the uh, ZMR Awards. You can hear Elion and Majestica talking about their music in the Echoes podcast. There'll be links in the posting for this podcast. The best vocal album category is an anomalous beast. For the most part, they are either coming out of the chant and kirtan scenes or spouting soporific New Age philosophies somewhere between Tolkien and Shirley MacLaine. Sangeeta Kaur fulfilled the latter with her album Mirrors, while Deva Pramal brought up the kirtan side with Deva. White Sun also comes from the chant tradition, but while Pramal's music is solidly Indian-based with spare instrumentation, White Sun 3, behind the soul-searing vocals of Garujas, is a deeply layered affair merging synths and other instruments with eastern modes and a sense of song structure. This band actually won the Grammy Award uh, two years ago, but they couldn't uh, get a ZMR. Lorena McKennett's album of leftover tracks, Lost Souls, and Echoes CD of the Month was a deep left-field album here. Her world fusion sound and full-throated soprano set her apart from most releases in this category. Ancient castles and climbing cliffs, summoned by the seer. Windswept shores on crushing waves, rages furiously. Twisting trees on the trail, sit hunger watching. Away ages past, Peter's hands, Peter's tuned carefully. Ages past, Peter's hands, Peter's tuned. But the award went to. 2002, one of the few artists nominated this year who dates back to the glory days of New Age music in the 80s and early 90s. Their album, A World Away, veers from schlock New Age pieties like To Live Again to Enya-inspired choral vocals on Dream of Life.
2002 from A World Away, winner of the Best Vocal Album category at the ZMRs. There were several categories I could not get excited about, including Best Relaxation Meditation, the two piano categories, and Neoclassical, except for Tom Caulfield's darkly hued meditation, Deep Cuts from the Moral Wilderness, which I did not win. I couldn't even bring myself to vote for Best New Artist, a collection of middle-of-the-road musicians singularly lacking in musical ambition and exploration, many of whom would have fit in the old easy listening radio station format. Although the ZMRs have categories that theoretically should have major people nominated, they historically don't include them. Artists like Bonobo or Odessa don't turn up in the Chill Groove category. Internationally acclaimed artists like Hammock, Oliver Arnolds, or Nils Fram never show up in the otherwise soporific neoclassical group. Where are the giants of ambient music in the ambient category? And even though Meg Bowles' under-the-radar chamber approach to ambient was a fine winner, is Ken Elkinson's generic New Age really the best we can do as a nominee? Why is the electronic category often absent wide swaths of musicians? The pool that nominees are drawn from seems limited by the DJs who contribute to the Zone Music Reporter. Zone Music Reporter does provide a great service, and there are many good albums here. A few were Echo's CD of the Month picks, and many of the artists have been featured on the show. But the ZMR Awards are in danger of being a closed and increasingly smaller bubble. And that wraps up my review of the ZMR Awards. You can see the list of winners at zonemusicreporter.com. And if you go to the Echoes website, echoes.org, there is a printed version of this podcast that will have links to all the albums I talked about. We're taking a podcast break next week, but the following week, I've got an interview with Masaji talking about psychedelics, loss, recording in nature, and his May CD of the Month, Fire Opal. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, somewhere in the country, or online, right now, on Echoes. Echoes.